Lecture topic. Tending to the sick and deceased. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. وتعاونوا على البر والتقوى ولا تعاونوا على الاثم والعدوان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من نفس عن مؤمن قربه من قرب يوم من قرب الدنيا نفس الله عنه قربه من قرب يوم القيامه او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسبحان الله الكريم Brothers and elders, it was the occasion of the first wahi and revelation that came down upon Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He was in the cave of Hira, and he used to spend lengthy periods of time in seclusion in that cave prior to this first wahi as well. And on one occasion, while he was in this cave in seclusion, and this. incident took place this great event happened where hazrat jibril sallallahu alaihi came and brought the first wahi and revelation and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi was conferred with nubuwwat so he was very startled at that moment coming so to say face to face with an angel of allah tabaraka wa taala for the very first time jibril sallallahu alaihi it is mentioned in the ahadith that when he would appear in his original form his being would cover the entire horizon so nabi sallallahu alaihi became very startled at the sudden appearance of an angel and in any case after this first wahi was revealed he then came down to makkah mukarramah from the cave and came to his home came to hazrat khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha and this human feeling of getting startled at something that happened suddenly this the effect of this was still on him he was somewhat trembling and he said to them that zammiluni zammiluni cover me with something because now the shiver had come on and then he said to hazrat khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha laqad khashitu ala nafsi when the sudden appearance of the angel came i actually feared for my life meaning that would i be able to handle this on that occasion hazrat khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha said some words of consolation and that is what we need to reflect on now this is that first incident of seeing an angel face to face this was the first occasion of wahi and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam came and on that occasion now he is presenting this according to some that this statement of i feared for my life was actually that this great responsibility that has now been placed upon me will i be able to carry this out this is such a tremendous responsibility would it be possible for me to take on this so khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha consoled him in the words wallahi la yukhzika allah abada she takes a qasam by allah ta'ala it is by allah allah will never allow you to be disgraced in any way disgrace can never come to you now she is making such a big claim now these were the words of hazrat khadija radhiyallahu ta'ala anha but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not 
reject anything that she said. He did not correct anything that she said. It was an endorsement that what she said was correct. Because the Nabi of Allah wa ta'ala, when something is said in his presence, and if it is not correct, he will correct it. And his remaining silent is an endorsement. And the Khadija says that this can never happen to you. That any disgrace come upon you. Why not? She then started enumerating his qualities, which he was very, which were very prominent in him. And she starts off, she says, "Inna la tasilur rahim." You are that personality. You are always, forever joining ties of relationship, family ties. Subhanallah. Can we imagine that the top of the list? In one riwayat, it is mentioned that that community, that community gets deprived of the mercy of Allah Taala, where people have broken up relationships. So this is such an important thing. So she says on the top of the list, there's so much of detail in this, there's not the time for it, that you are the one who keeps mending ties of relationships. You are the one who takes on the burdens of others. Somebody is in a situation, somebody is in a difficulty. You are not the person who says that that is his problem. You are not the person who says that this is not my job, this is not my task. This is somebody else's issue. Well, there are people around him. They will take care of it. No, you are the person who goes on to take on the burdens of others. Burden not in the sense that you take it on as a burden, meaning what they are finding burdensome. You lighten their burden. And you take it upon them yourself. And you do what you can to help them out in their situation. Yes. This is going around that they are going to the masjid. So far they've been to balance it and the others in own buddhas. Once if they close it, my suggestion would be we should, we should hurry and have the khutbah and the salah before we miss out. Ask him what should we do. We just find him and just get him. Okay. okay. Fine, if that's the case, we'll start it now. So we just, just two minutes, we'll just round up and the, there's some concern that some masjids have been asked to close up before anything goes on. We'd rather complete the khutbah and namaz. That's the message. Just quickly to round off, the lesson of, or the message of the moment is that in this current situation, many people are desperately in help. We should not be keeping ourselves back, helping the sick, attending the janazahs, this is our responsibility to take care. Unfortunately, sometimes in a janazah, there's hardly anybody to take care of the necessity. So we should be taking care of all this. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Before 22. Okay. The instruction has been to continue just for 10 minutes and then finish off. Some other Muslims are still coming in, so quite a few are still on the way. So any case in this Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, that Khadija says to him that you are the personality who takes on the burdens of others. There's another whole detail in this. You are the one who uh, entertains the guest. And as we can, we interpret this as natural calamities or whatever other manner of expressing it, 
says you are at the forefront of assisting when such a situation comes up. Now this is the very very great aspect that is mentioned in here. That the person who is in the forefront of helping others, Allah Taala doesn't allow any disgrace to come. Disgrace is that a person cannot fulfill what his responsibilities are. He shirks in his responsibilities and obligations. And some other disgrace of dunya or akhirat comes upon him. Allah Ta'ala protects him by means of this. Taking on the issues of others, helping others in their moment of need. In one hadith, Rasulullah says that Ahabbul A'mali ilallah ki azza wa jal. Those aspects that are most beloved to Allah Ta'ala. It is our greatest need, greatest aspiration of a mu'min to become beloved to Allah Ta'ala. And Nabi Islam is saying these actions are most beloved to Allah. What is the message? Do this, become part of it. You will become beloved to Allah. Because the one who does that which Allah loves, he'll become beloved to Allah. The aspects that Nabi Islam says, the four things, Sururun tudkhiluhu ala muslimin. You bring some happiness to the heart of a Muslim. You bring happiness to the heart of, Muslim, of a Muslim. Allah loves this. Allah will love you. And you remove a difficulty from his way and then Nabi Salaam further says that if he is a hard pressed debtor you take care, you make things easy for him Allah Ta'ala loves these actions you do it, you will become beloved to Allah so these are the things that we have to put ourselves forward to especially in a time when people are in need that one dog was in need in the hadith of Bukhari Sharif that dog was dying of thirst can you imagine an animal that is najis in terms of its, its uh, saliva, if that saliva has to touch somebody's clothes, that clothes will be, najis, clock will be najis. He has to wash it and purify it before he performs salah. That kind of an animal was dying of thirst. And a woman of ill repute, at that moment, she grabbed hold of that opportunity. And she fed that thirsty dog water. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned, Allah Ta'ala appreciated her deed. And she got the tawfiq of righteousness and that became the means of her entry into Jannat. That he said, hungry dog, the thirsty dog, feeding that dog water became the means of somebody's Jannat. Why won't helping insan become the means of somebody's Jannat? Helping a person of Iman become the means of somebody's Jannat. So on the one hand, whatever the situation is, whatever the challenges are, is all in front of us. There's no need to go into that. But... One is the virtue of feeding somebody, the virtue of feeding the hungry, the virtue of attending to the sick. In one hadith sharif, it is mentioned that Nabi Salaam says on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Taala will ask, Yaqulullahu Azza wa Jal Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Allah Taala will ask, He will ask His servant to talk to Him, that Maridtu Falam Ta'udni, I was sick, you did not visit me. So the person will ask in astonishment, that Kefa'uduka wa anta Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, how could I have visited you? You are the master of the world, the master of the universe. How can I visit you? When you get sick, you are the one that gives cure. Allah Ta'ala will reply and say that Alam Alam Ta'alam Anna Abdi Fulanun Marida Falam Ta'udhu. Alam Ta'alam Annahu Law Uttahu Lawajatani Indaha. Did you not know so and so servant of mine was ill? But you did not visit him. Had you visited him? You would have found me with him. Meaning that you would have achieved my closeness. You were visiting your fellow Muslim, but you would have become very, very close to me. And my special mercies would have been with you. Now that is just any person who is ill. 
But now the point is that somebody who is desperately in need of that help, in a moment when the person is gasping for breath, the person needs somebody to take care of his basic needs, and nobody is coming close by. This is indeed a very, very sad situation, very tragic. Take the precautions we need to take, but don't abandon the sick. We cannot do that. This is an obligation at that moment. It's not just merely an act of virtue. The virtues will be achieved. But somebody who is in that moment of desperation, this is now an obligation. Our tawakkul and trust in Allah wa ta'ala. Take the precautions we need to take. But Allah alone is the doer. And nothing happens without His will and permission. And life and death are purely in the control of Allah wa ta'ala. Life also Allah alone granted. And death only comes at that moment that Allah Ta'ala has decreed. It never comes a moment before. That when their appointed time comes, appointed time, ajal. Allah Ta'ala says when the appointed time comes, then it won't be moved one second forward or back. So it comes at his appointed time. Our tawakkul and trust in Allah wa Ta'ala alone. Take the precautions you need to take. But we cannot abandon the sick. We cannot shirk that responsibility and obligation. Likewise, somebody has passed away in the Hadith Sharif. The Sahabi says, Nabi Sallallahu commanded us with seven things. On the top of the list, he starts off, Iyadatul Mareed. Nabi Sallallahu commanded us to visit the sick. For ittiba'il janayiz. And to follow the, the bayah of the burial. The person who has passed away to participate in the janazah. If sufficient people have taken care of the responsibility, Alhamdulillah. Everybody is absolved. But if there isn't sufficient people, unfortunately we keep hearing the sad situation every now and again. There are barely few people, had it not been for the many volunteers who have sometimes no idea who the person is who passed away. Allah Ta'ala reward them. They have put themselves forward to come and assist in any janazah on us. Call at the middle of the night. Had it not been for them, what would have been the case? This is a very great responsibility. If su- sufficient people don't take care of that need, the whole community will be answerable on the day of Qiyamah. So this is a crisis situation in a sense. The crisis brings out the best in people too. MashaAllah, many people have gone out of their way to do many, many good things in helping people, helping them with medication, helping them with some other assistance, helping people who are starving because of the situation, helping people who are sick, helping in the janazas, Allah Ta'ala accept their efforts, accept their sacrifices. Allah Ta'ala grant many of us, more of us the tawfiq to join in this. But we all have to reflect upon this. That how am I handling things around me? There are people sick in my neighborhood. There are people sick in my family. People sick in my household who have been abandoned. This cannot be done. We have to do what we have to do in order to protect others, to save others, to help them, to be at their side in their time of need. If one considers the amount of virtues that have been mentioned for visiting a sick person, somebody visits a sick person, 70,000 angels make dua and maghfirat for him. He visits the person in the morning, Till the evening, 70,000 angels make dua maghfirat. One ponders over this, that subhanallah, such a tremendous virtue for visiting somebody sick. Why? Allah knows best why. But among the things, that person is so much in need of somebody coming to raise his hopes, to give him some happiness, to say some words of consolement to him, to encourage him in some way. Now this person who has gone, he has boosted somebody's spirits. That becomes such a great thing for him. This person gets rewarded so greatly. Now that person is in need of it at that time. Find whatever need, precautions. I'm saying this over and over again. Because people have become so afraid of so many things. We take the precautions we need to take. 
But we can't abandon these responsibilities. We cannot abandon, yes, respect people's wishes. Somebody now is, has certain issues, they don't want somebody to come, respect it. But as far as possible, we try to do what we have to do. We be there at the forefront of trying to help the sick, of attending the janazas, somebody especially near and dear to us, some family person, that is our first responsibility. The volunteers, mashallah, are doing what they want to do, what they have to do. Our responsibility is first. We have to be there first to assist in that janazah. Imagine ourselves in that moment. Allah Ta'ala protect all of us. Allah Ta'ala grant us afiyat. Allah Ta'ala grant afiyat and complete shifa to all those who are sick. Whether they are in hospitals, whether they are in their homes. Allah Ta'ala make maghfirat of all those who have passed away. Allah Ta'ala grant sabr jameel to all the families. Allah Ta'ala make it easy for everybody. But at the same time, it's a moment for us to reflect. To put ourselves in that situation and what we will wish for ourselves. The same thing we will wish for ourselves in that situation, we have to do for others as well. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant us a tawfiq that we fulfill our responsibilities and obligations. We do not shirk in what we have to do. Allah ta'ala make it easy for all. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah.